0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live Live from the Toad Hop Network studios in
1: Hollywood, this this is the ToadHopNetwork.com.
0: The best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.
2: It's the Craig Shoemaker Show with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, and Joel Geist.
3: Adam Carole is now walking in. C. Thomas Howell is here. And we're here with Chris Harrison, the host of Bachelor Bachelorette. Hey, kids, stick around. we got a great show coming up for you. Chris Harrison's here today. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Crona is with us from Mario Speedwagon. We have Brian Phelps is here. And we also have Jill Whelan. Tom Bergeron is our special guest, coming up with Ed Begley Jr. Dr. Hey. Drew came in early. I love it. You're in here at the right time. Alonzo Bowden is our special guest. And Rondell Sheridan. That's Grant Shaw, by the way. Well, this is
2: a wonderful life. You're laughing it off with the Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, craigshoemakershow.com.
4: Hey, hey what's
5: we'll up? A lot of, hey, Craig Shoemaker show where is he <laughs> <laughs> he's not here he's uh he is hopping a flight he's gonna call in though Craig Shoemaker is gonna call in and uh chat it up let us know but uh my headphones are being really wonky oh it's yeah. okay you don't need them there's a lot of static right and so we're here we're taking over try these on for, we, for now yeah we have uh Ileana Douglas as our guest today which is pretty super exciting and uh yeah how are you guys Pretty good. How are you? Awesome. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I just uh, recently got back together with my boyfriend.
4: Whoa. Uh. Yeah.
5: Yeah. He's sitting behind me right now, and oh. uh tread lightly. Yeah. I said I said it was fine that he was sitting behind me, and now I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we uh, we recently got back together, and it's been awesome. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Joel, you recently got back together with your lady friend, I right? I
6: did. Yeah. We did the the breakup and the makeup, and it was awesome. Why is makeup sex so awesome? Or breakup sex. Actually, it was the breakup sex that was awesome, I think.
5: How's the makeup sex? You guys didn't do it last night, did you? We
6: haven't really yet, I guess. Well, we sort of, the breakup was like the breakup and the makeup. And the now, yeah, because then she was out of town for a month to explain why we haven't again.
2: Oh, well, that makes more sense.
5: Yeah, and then she got back in. So, uh, and then you're still, you know, married? I'm still <laughs> married, yeah.
2: It's fantastic. We have makeup, breakup sex, like, all the time.
5: Do you guys have a lot of fights and then you make no, up and break up? No, we have no fights. So you don't get that, like, tense sex, like, to, like, release?
2: Well, yeah, you could get that. But, but you d- don't have to be in a fight to, to get the tense release. Angry? Angry, no. Yeah,
5: because you're kind of angry. I could be. could be yeah. very angry, yeah. Is he passionate? Is he as passionate as you are?
2: Yes, in the other extreme, where he's just like a really passionate, kind person.
5: Yeah, <laughs> a passionately kind person. Yeah. So he's like a sensual. He's a sensual lover. Yes. He, like, does he ever like n- like knock it, knock you around? <laughs> <laughs> he has thrown me on the bed a couple of times, but he don't beat me. It's like on the bed. It's like a nice fluffy cushion.
2: <laughs> Doesn't have to be. No, it could be anywhere. Does the he house. apologize
6: afterwards? They no, tell you on the no, side the second, no right.
2: apologies. There, no. Yeah. <laughs> I say that with a big smile. <laughs> what about against the wall? I don't like it standing up. To <laughs> be honest with you, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, because is he a uh, lot wow. taller than you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah, he's it, a lot taller than me. And you have to get on your tippy toes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or uh, stand on, on an a, apple box. I have to stand on a box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an apple box, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was
5: last night. Really? <laughs> no. <not> okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I got to plan ahead for the apple box. Sex. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. So so we uh we had a period of uh, we were broken up for three months, right? And uh, I uh, it's okay that I talk about this. Yes, it's okay that I talk about this. <laughs> so we were broken up for three months, and uh, you know, and then you live your life like single people, and that happens. You know, both of us did. And uh I have a couple questions, but I kinda wanna so the other night on uh, Monday night I was doing uh, a comedy show and uh there was this uh big he he was African American, right? He's yeah. black, he's big black and uh you know, very big. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and so and it was great and everybody did a great thing, and then at the show this uh we have a host and he's gay and he's big and gay. <laughs> <laughs> and like and he was like closing out the show for some reason he decided to say well, you guys, and just so you know, if you ever get thrown in prison, like, I have this tip where you want to go to the gay section, like, where they're actually, like, <laughs> because it's nicer, you know? And then, it's like I, WeHo
6: in, in yeah. the
5: and And then this big black guy was like... Hey, that's not true. I've been in prison. I was in prison for 20 years and there's no gay section. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh, wow. and I've been on parole for six years. And, uh you know, and then he was like, and then we all looked at each other like, oh, my God, this is the best way to close out a comedy show ever. <laughs> and he uh, wanted to go outside to have a cigarette. And he was like, uh he was talking to us and he said, uh, hey, listen. My, uh, my girlfriend, she, uh, she committed suicide last night oh. and, uh, oh. they found their body, her body this morning. And, uh, and now I'm at a bar, you know, looking to meet somebody else, you know, cause, and he was like, Sarah, is that too soon? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh god, my god! Yeah, and I was like, "Well, scary guy that was in prison for twenty years." I uh, <laughs> y- there should be maybe a mourning period, yeah. you know? And he's like, like, "I'm mourning." The
6: mourning, and yeah. then
5: yeah, he's like, "I'm mourning. I'm totally mourning," you know? But like, she would, she's probably looking down right now, wishing that I would be happy, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> this was the next day. The,
5: that not even the next day. That day they found her body. <laughs> <laughs> that and he was looking and i said well well maybe if you're not pre- like trying to fill the void you know like if if you're aware that maybe that's what you're doing he's like i'm not i'm not doing that and then finally i realized he just wants us to say yeah go do it man <laughs> whatever <laughs> and i it got me thinking like what is like like how soon is too soon to go out <laughs> and start looking when a relationship ends to go out and start looking for hookups. And I don't know if it's a hookup or a relationship because I think it's different, right? It totally is, right? Yeah. I wasn't I didn't go for the let me let me look to hook up like right yeah. away because I knew that I would be Look for the hook. Look for the hook. <laughs> what? Sorry,
6: I'm <it> <laughs> just going looking Wait, for something Totally rhymes. Yeah.
5: There. And uh, <coughs> oh, I think this might be shoemaker calling. Oh good. Um, should we answer?
6: <laughs> There's something wrong with the board. We can't hear you, Shoe.
5: Hello, who, who this be?
6: Hello.
5: Oh, uh-huh. it's Craig Shoemaker. Yay. What's up, Shoe? Oh, I call the Sarah Sweet Show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's my show now, SarahSweet.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, Craig, it's always your show. You are the captain of this ship, and we uh-huh. need you to steer it. We need you to guide it. We miss are you. Are you on the air now? Yeah, we're on the air, and so are you.
3: We're... Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, you're supposed to say that to the callers, by the way. If you're going to be my co-captain, you got to go, hey, you're on the air.
5: Oh, my God. Uh, there's live. so much to learn. There's so much to learn. Thank you.
3: There is a lot to learn. I'm glad you're learning uh, on the Craig Shoemaker show.
5: Me, That's too. That's
3: fantastic. Me,
5: too. <laughs> You, you I'm are trying to so find gracious. a quiet
3: place. I'm in, the, I'm in the airport right now. I'm trying to find a quiet place. I don't want to be one of the people that I resent.
5: Because you're talking loud at the airport?
3: Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be one of those people.
5: <laughs> where are you, where I, are you going?
3: I, they're already in the act, these people. I'm going to Lexington through Dallas. Anybody at the airport right now, if they want to say hello, I'm handing over <laughs> my 46-day. Yeah. They're, they're listening live. If you want to come over and be on our show. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I uh, will flying out of L.A. Yeah, going to Lexington. I'll be there through the weekend, and uh, oh, I, this is my first work out of town in uh, about a month. Oh wow! I have been out of town in a month, and I'm I'm just literally shaking. I, I can't stand leaving my family and uh, leaving you guys, Aww. who are my family.
5: Separation <laughs> so, anxiety. Oh, are you? Are I, you? Ju- you I, just... I don't like it yeah are you feeling a little bit of anxiety about uh, not being here right now
3: <laughs> no, no that, that, zero anxiety for that I, I know that you've got it yeah I, 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 I know you got it I'm, I just uh, hope that uh, now, but now that I'm on the air I can just take over okay welcome everybody our topic today are women in comedy <laughs> are women funny <laughs>
5: yeah what do you think are women funny <laughs>
3: Well, what you, what, uh, you heard my perspective the other day. We talked about that. You, you came over and interviewed me, and I have much more to say, oh, even so... though I took up two hours of your day.
5: It was three hours, Craig. <laughs> <I wasn't>, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Awesome. I wasn't.
3: I, I wasn't counting one of the hours where you were, you know, having fun with my family. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, you really offered a new perspective for me to take a look at uh, a peak, yeah. a closer peek at uh, why it is that the perception is out there that women aren't as funny as men.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think that's a lot of what your documentary is about. And your guest coming up in the next hour is Anna Douglas, Woo-hoo! by the way, folks. <laughs> 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 and we'll be talking about that with her while I'm on an airplane. Uh, I don't get to be there for the for our biggest guest that we've ever had.
5: <laughs> Doctor Drew is pretty huge. Yeah, he is.
3: I love I love that you saved the the <laughs> one guest that I wanted for when I'm not around. What I hope what's all other
6: guests are listening right
5: now. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with I'm, that? Is I wanted I'm to set myself up for success. Yeah, I was setting myself up for success. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need all the help I can get because you're not here. Are you a- no. Are
3: you afraid that a man might have been a better interviewer and funnier than you? Let's get back to that topic.
5: A man that's been doing comedy for thirty years versus a girl that's been doing it for four years? Yeah, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid that you're you're better at it than I am. Not afraid, I just facts are the facts. You're better. Well, let me
3: tell. You, let me ask you something in answering the question you're posing on this documentary. Mm-hmm. After speaking to me and hearing it, I guess it was a different perspective. I hope it was. It took me it was three fabulous. hours to get to it. Fabulous. But um, what do you have? Any new ideas or inclinations after I did speak to you about the about? Some of those
5: things. Yeah. Well, the thing that I thought there are a couple of things that stuck out to, stuck out to me of things that you said, and the, the most important thing for me is that you got down to saying it's not necessarily about men versus women. It's about finding your authentic truth and speaking from that place. And to me, that yes. was incredibly powerful. And I think that that's how anybody, any artist, should work from that. And I thought that that was like that was some of the best advice that I could have heard as a as a person and as an artist. And so that was really. That was very helpful, and then okay.
3: That was the helpful part. Now I'm going to get to the to the part that'll make everyone mad. That's that's what we need, right? Uh-oh. We yeah. need some controversy. Yeah. I thought about this. I, I gave it some thought, and I thought about the other arenas where women are kind of uh, upset or, or <laughs> mad that there's not equal opportunity. Apparently, and and it, it led me to think of other careers. Where the the point, one point I was trying to make is. Men throughout history have been basically known to be the comedians, right? That doesn't mean that women aren't funny, but it means that that's the way we have been trained. Our brains have been trained in a certain way. Our muscles are trained in a way of of finding a punchline throughout different methodologies and maybe some women, but we are finding the punchline of which we've developed that muscle. Okay, so if you're going to compare this to, like, Danica Patrick, okay, she's a great, race car driver but hasn't won at the level of of men in a male-dominated sport. So if comedy was a male-dominated sport, Michelle Wee also made the transition. She was competing against men, and she's really great at what she does. She's a really great golfer who's developed those muscles, of which never could have been developed 100 years ago. Same with comedy. Women couldn't develop that muscle 100 years ago. So it's basically a new form for women to express themselves as well as boxing and golf and driving but is it up to the same uh you know uh is it up to the same standards basically as men that would be the debate wouldn't
5: it yeah so you're saying that men have had longer to really work that muscle and build that muscle kind of is what. not only have
3: they yes i'm saying that It also the audience has developed uh, a certain muscle memory on what makes them laugh has been traditionally something that comes from a uh, a masculine perspective.
5: Yeah, and you, you kind, know, uh, yeah. yeah, you kind of offered the perspective that comedy, stand-up comedy, is kind of a masculine uh, career, and I didn't actually think about it like that. And I, I and it makes me think, is how, it? How? Yeah, can you explain that a little bit more?
3: Well, first of all, let me just say, so we don't get off on Craig makers of sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you
6: <laughs> that there are many. You kind of said <laughs> that women suck, Craig. Can you explain that? <laughs> Can you explain your sexism? <laughs> uh,
3: I, I'm literally speaking from a place of history and um, and honesty. Is when you take a step back and, and look at it, uh, it is. It's more of a male-dominated thing because even the way we do laugh, self-deprecation, is usually it comes from a man. If we come from uh, some uh, an angry space. You know, like the Raging Comics, you know, when Sam Kinison came about. I can't see a woman doing that,
4: oh, but God.
3: he did that. And <laughs> even even when you're talking about Andrew Dice Clay, uh, you're, it's a it's a very masculine thing to go, Hickory, Dickory, Doc, you know, this chick sucked my gut. Cu- you know, I'm saying, <laughs> I <just got laughs> to the airport, everybody heard me. I was playing character, for was character. You
6: mean? you mean there's no soundproof booth there that you can go and step inside? Find the smoking section.
3: Yeah. So, I, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Joel. Um. But um, anyway, uh, it, so if, if you take a step back and, and examine this uh, closely, it is basically a, a shift that is going on uh, is, that women are now regarded as funny. I mean, listen, Tina Fey really mm-hmm. makes me laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's also mostly men on my list of what makes me laugh. I, I saw someone last night in a movie. Uh, uh, this is 40. I saw the movie This is 40 for the second time, if you're going to listen to me. Yeah, Judd before. Apatow,
5: you're, <laughs> you're, you're lie on Twitter. <laughs> saying,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm finally absolved at the movie. <laughs> and already, I did Judd Apatow, but he never got back to me, so he must have heard our show.
1: Yeah, but, sure uh, I did.
3: saw it last night, and I have to tell you, Amy Mann is hysterical. She's really, really funny. But Albert Brooks, that every his wife? single time this guy, he comes on a screen of any kind, he could, he could recite Mein Kampf, and I would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, this is a guy who is naturally funny. It's, it, it's in his instincts. And instinct comes from muscle memory. It comes from repetitive uh, joke-telling and, and a style, and developing a style all throughout your life, whether it is indeed self-deprecating, self-deprecating, real shit on yourself. Oh but uh, it, 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 oh, it's... Uh, it's... It, 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 Women traditionally do not exercise that muscle. They don't, and so they don't shit therefore on we have to find alternative <laughs> means. What's
5: that? I said they don't shit on themselves very often.
3: That, no, no, it's not a thing. Yeah, these I mean, guys known for that. That's a whole other topic. We could uh,
5: <laughs> Craig, I'm trying. <laughs> okay, I'm working on it. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not no. so not. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> So you know, uh,
3: with everything we talk about on the show, if if we if we all take a step step back from uh, you know and examine things closer, this goes for even you know the the gun issue that's going on right now. It's just all I ever want people to do is is just let's just take a pause and not be victims and not get angry at that you know and just have these angry responses, these knee jerk responses. Is how about we both listen to another perspective that maybe not. Maybe not part of the dialogue that's out there. And, and that's what I'm kind of like saying, even when you came to my house, I said, wow, how, how do I feel about uh, women in comedy? How do I feel? Who does make me laugh? And if, you're, if I'm going to get to the truth of it, the, the list is much longer with men. And, and then as a booker's perspective, which I also didn't speak about on the documentary, I'm a booker of comics. I've done it for many years. I used to run comedy shows. If you're on the road or if I'm booking a difficult gig, who do I want to get out there and deal with hecklers and deal with basically raging people, angry people, uh, judgmental people? I'd much rather have a man to do that job or have more confidence in a man doing that job than I would a woman. Okay. Uh, and that's just from my perspective as a a, a booker is, is, is if there was a fight, I would probably, uh, you know, I'd take Joel over you. Know, well, wait, maybe someday. I'd wait,
5: you, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd we'd pick Iliana. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
6: I would stand behind her any day of the week. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Ileana. Out of the three of you, out of the three of you, I would pick the angry Cuban.
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would just point out. That's
4: me.
6: <laughs> you know what? I heard someone point out there was a good. Good point is that women haven 't been known for co- straight comedy that long, but it 's because they were always doing variety shows like the the famous women comedians were also singers, and they we didn 't really call them comedians, but they were i mean clearly like Carol Burnett and like um, Streisand and like stuff like that they did so much stand up in their acts, but they weren 't called well, that 's
3: correct but you have to understand that they also uh, developed their, uh, I keep saying the word muscle, but they developed their muscles. I mean, Mae West, if you go way back,
4: yeah. Mae yeah.
3: West was one of the funny comics, okay? Mm-hmm. What did she use? She used her feminine wiles and her sexuality totally. to her advantage, and that was her act. Her that's what you expected. He said, oh, she's going to say, come up and see me sometime, and then you and so on. <laughs> and it was accepted it was accepted and then mom's neighborly came along and she self-deprecating and and so on so you accept it but as far as uh, a majority if you're going to talk with generalities and majorities it's mostly uh men that are delivering the uh, you know the angry message the uh the the, um you know the pissed off the ranking on people that's not a, a quality that it's uh That it it goes with a lot of the feminine energy. And by the way, guys can have a feminine
6: energy,
5: Joel does. (laughs) Hey,
6: no, I'm a tough guy.
5: I have a question for you. What do you what do you think is the future for women in comedy? Like what would it make? Like what would it have to shift into? So it could be kind of a balanced thing for women or that women could actually strive going to clubs and doing stand up comedy. Or would it have to change? Would it not be a club situation for women to thrive?
3: I think certainly there's an advantage if a woman takes a different, uh, route and goes through a, uh, a one person show where the writing is highlighted as opposed to this combat comedy. You go to combat when you go on a stage many times. Listen, the people are drunk. They're drunk. Some are pissed off. Some are just, uh, resentful. And that's what they're sitting there and that's what they are. Okay. So who's going to wrangle that? best is a masculine energy that is going to take command, so to speak. And this is, again, this could go for a, a man or a woman. Uh, if a woman has that masculine energy and takes over the stage and there are certainly a, a long list of them. Joan Rivers is one of them. She's a you know, <laughs> quote unquote a dude up there. I mean, she's just taking over and saying here's who I am and I'm going to attack you and, and she highlights those qualities and she's developed that uh, through through, and now it becomes instinct to her but it has to be developed to have a comedy instinct it takes years and years and hours and upon hours upon hours to, to get that so if that's not where what resonates with you then take it through uh cabaret atmosphere or, a, or, a, or, a, or a,
1: you know
2: <laughs> now that's sexy wait <laughs> a second
5: <laughs> you <laughs> want to be and take your clothes off yeah. too
3: <laughs> yes. we'll Listen, I was, I tans was tans. getting to that I was trying to sound intellectual and smart before I got to if you show your tips I guarantee you more ticket sales
5: <laughs> mine will get uh, some laughs I think Right, Mm -hmm. nothing, (laughs) (laughs) nothing. But Sarah Silverman also has that kind of energy, right? And so does Lisa Lampinelli. They have that real boy energy, you know. Oh,
3: there you go. Great examples of uh, Lisa Lampinelli. It's a, it's a, it's a shock. And same with Sarah Silverman. I mean, they say things that usually come out of. Listen, think about fifty years ago. Go back to Mad Men. Okay, (laughs) Were, were there women talking like that? Uh, no, that's, they, they took a different. Uh, Cal Burnett was not talking like that, and, and that's not how it was delivered. But they, weren't really they doing funny. as
6: much as the men were? Like, they were laying things between the lines, but the men didn't come right out and say stuff back then either. Did they? I mean, oh, I don't know.
3: Oh, sure they did. Take a look at uh, Richard Pryor and take a look at uh, George Carlin. and but they, they were, were later. absolutely uh, shocking at the time. Now, that's the time that we had to sort of step back and go, whoa, whoa, that shocked me. They pissed people off and they got people that were no longer fans of their old comedy, which was very standard and it was on The Tonight Show at the Hippy Dippy Weatherman and then they both made a transition. So that's what I, my belief is what's going to happen now is more women are going to start to make that transition, those bold and courageous moves into that direction but it's, it's, it's like I don't want to say this again, I'm not being sexist, it's like you're behind. Women are behind in that yeah, uh, You know, uh, the Lenny Bruce's, the, the female Lenny Bruce's are now coming about. That'll be a Sarah Silverman or Lisa Lampanelli, where it's shocking and to the system where you go, whoa, that doesn't come out of women. Well, it used to be that doesn't come out of men. Yeah,
5: yeah. So, well, hopefully, like, what do you think, though? Do you think that we have to adop- adopt the male humor perspective, like Sarah Silverman or Lisa Lampanelli? Because I'm hoping that you don't have to do that. Like, we could cultivate No. One. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely not. That was the whole point you were making to begin with is is you have to be your authentic self you have to be your true self on my comedy didn't get really good look I wanted to be not shocking I wanted to be freaking rich little and do impressions of people which is very I guess soft and certainly not dangerous and it was you know crowd pleasing and I guess would be a headliner faster because I'm up there doing you know Jimmy Stewart with a yeast infection or whatever. How does that it's sound? Not-
5: what does that sound like? You <laughs> Shoo- do, it, do J- it, Jimmy Stewart with the yeast infection at the airport. Go well,
3: ahead. well, 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 well. Geez, I, I'm I'm kind of itchy today. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 someone, someone, give me some tracks
4: Oh my god, <laughs> that's well, awesome. Let
3: me- I, I just made that up, by the way, and there's three people that are staring at me right now. I'm doing a character. I'm on a podcast. You want to come on? people, Literally in this airport, there are people staring at me, uh, wondering what the hell am I doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying sexist things. <laughs> I'm doing two <a> stories. <laughs> but, but certainly there was a decision that was made in my life, and I believe needs to be made in any artist, period any life of an artist is you get down to your core and your center and your truth and it finds its audience because there are people that are going to respond to that. Now there are people that, uh, you know, it goes for bands too. I remember this band, the Hooters back in the eighties and they were huge in Philadelphia and everyone loved them. And they had this reggae sound and Jamaican sound and it was unique and where'd that come from? And then they, Won a Grammy for Best New Artist, and they started to do more mainstream stuff, and everybody says sell out, sell out. Yeah. And so, but guess what? They found a new and broader audience by uh, by taking another road, and uh, that was authentic to them. So it's it's it goes for any kind of art. Is there's a decision that's made at some point uh Louis C.K. certainly has made that decision in a major way, where he goes into really dark places. That's going to offend and shock, and um, and that's even beyond what uh, what his predecessors have done. You know, the the Carlins of the world as Louis C.K. takes it to another level. So, the same thing's going to happen with women and minorities, by the way.
5: Same goes for minorities. <laughs> 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 Sexist and racist. Let's do this. <laughs>
3: yeah, let's do this. Let's play in minority this, okay.
6: comics for a long time, right? Say again? I, didn't, I didn't catch your your tie into minorities. What, what do you mean?
1: What are you well, talking the about? Same those, the same goes.
3: The same goes for minority comics. Is there are some people, uh, women and minorities, that will say we're not getting jobs because of sexism or racism, and there's this, you know, blame and so forth. But what I say is, if something is organic and true to you, it will find its audience, and you won't be a victim to the club owners that you believe are this or that. And it will, and then believe me, the club owners will call you when you find that audience. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for numbers. They're looking for a larger group of people beyond the cabaret. And So, what's that going to take? Uh, you know, it's. I just believe that if you are true to self in anything you do, that uh, magnetically and significantly it changes and shifts. And that's what's going to happen. And that is what's happening.
5: There's right. a lot of
3: theory there, but who knows?
5: Do you hear that music, shoe? We have to go to break. That one by Fast. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, I
3: got to go to Burger King.
5: Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Well, okay, are you going to stay There's on the line? nothing else here. There's nothing else than, other than Burger King?
3: Yeah, that's all I got. And I didn't eat because I've been running around all morning trying to get out of here. On my way to Lexington, please come see me there at the whatever the place is called. Um
5: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great. Great Good job. <laughs>
3: My favorite place in the world.
5: Something Washington in place. Lexington. But they can find guys? it on your website, right? Craigshoemaker.com.
3: Craigshoemaker dot com and uh I'll I'll call you back in a few minutes before maybe Ileana Douglas will talk to me for a couple seconds Her upcoming guest,
5: Yeah, if she
3: arrives early. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I love her work by the way.
5: She's fantastic. I'm super excited for that. All right. We'll can be I back. submit
3: questions and maybe you can ask in my voice? Maybe you can. You can, oh. can you do Craig Sheemaker voice with my horrible Philadelphia accent? Hey, Leanna, how you doing?
5: Bailey, uh, I don't even know if you talk like that. Ileana, how you doing? I don't know. <laughs> how about yeah. this?
3: How about this? You're hot. You know that?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Russ, yeah, I'll totally ask her a question for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be great. That's a great first impression for her to have me. She's been my Facebook friend for three years, but I doubt that she knows that.
5: We'll ask her.
2: We'll find out.
3: Yeah, we'll find out. Ask her if if she's even ever heard of me. Because I know she hasn't through you. (laughs) (laughs)
5: All
3: right, see you guys. All right, bye.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
8: A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. There were 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift-giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. Are you
5: experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to MiraclesofHealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. PuraCleanse, your friend for life.
9: It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl.
0: With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com, games delivered. Listening to the Toad Hop Network radio, worth watching.
5: Yeah, hey, we're back, uh, Craig Shoemaker show, and uh, he's not here. Sam shoe. <laughs> he's but he will be back next week, uh, and uh, I'm Sarah Sweet, and uh, we're doing this. He's been calling in, and uh, we were just talking about uh, women in comedy, yep. and uh, he doesn't. Uh, Craig's totally sexist <laughs> <laughs> and racist, and uh, since he's not here, we can talk about him like this. Yeah, uh, he, he doesn't watch think this that. Later. He thinks that a uh, women's role is in the kitchen is uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of what he said though the other day was like yeah they're just like it's just like they're not as good as it like I mean I don't really want to watch a woman boxer oh he's calling back <laughs> <laughs> darn it uh, hi hi Craig you're on the air Hi, <laughs> learned is that better
3: are you on, are you back on a break
5: no I just yeah. told you we're back on the air like you told me to say <laughs> <laughs> i'm learning right
3: <laughs> i i didn't tell you i suggested
5: oh you pretty much told me <laughs> no, <he didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, it was passive aggressive but you you told me yeah
3: if that's how you hear it okay and with the passive aggressive also attached to it
5: fine fine but, like right fine. then right then <laughs> it's still happening so uh, we were talking about, Greg, I was outing you on how uh, you were talking about, uh, like, these masculine professions and that you wouldn't, and we went into boxing and that you were like, I don't think I'd actually like to see women box. Like, I don't really want to see women box. It's kind of like, <laughs> 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 comedians.
3: <laughs> if, if you would like to, if you would like to draw that parallel, yes. I didn't say me. Well, I did say me with boxing, but definitely not with comedy because I've adopted, and I've adopted. Maybe ten years from now, if you ask me, I'll be. I'll say I've got front row tickets to see Muhammad Ali's granddaughter. I, I have no idea.
6: It doesn't but right now.
3: It's, it doesn't do it for me. Nor do women. You know, uh, going at it like a like a guy does to me, even nice. But the ultimate fighting stuff—it's so violent. It's disturbing, so I don't really watch it that much anyway. But if I do have a prep it's going to be. I want to ask you a question. I thought of as I just wolfed down my bad bird
5: Yeah, what's up? <laughs>
3: All right, so I book a country club.
5: Yeah, and now
3: you know a country club audience, right? Traditionally, yeah. What is it, male or female?
5: Uh, probably male. Country club. Okay. Golfers, well, Some yeah,
3: male, right? Golfers, country club. They bring their wives and stuff, but. So, I book a country club, and I have a choice of um, someone I think is brilliant, Aisha Tyler, and I have a choice between her and, let's say, Bill Engvall. Okay, you're the booker. Who are you going to book out of those two? Uh,
5: Aisha Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're not. Why? Who would you book?
3: I was trying to have you walk in another person's shoes, but you kept the
5: Birkenstocks on. Yeah, I can't. Uh, (laughs) I can't. I'm self-centered. I am self centered do not want to walk in anybody's (laughs) shoes but my own. (laughs) 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 Who would you book? Uh, The answer
3: is Bill Engvall because he's going to have material that appeals to golfers. He's going to have material that appeals to uh, you know, the, the the man-woman dynamics of male perspective, which is many times that men are idiots, um, but it sort of sounds different coming out of a man, and he's going to appeal to a broader audience in that audience, and therefore, as the booker, I've done my job.
5: Hey, Shu, really I, quick really quick what's the 504 area code because since you're like a he, someone keeps calling i don't know if it's your wife or something 504 <laughs> oh that's not my wife
3: no it's 504 503 is portland 504 i'm not really 504, sure 504. it could be canada yeah so, uh yeah go go, go take it so, can you take it with me on the air i don't know let's no, try we can only do
5: one Oh, never mind maybe they'll call back keep calling keep calling and uh <laughs> we'll get you at some point yeah uh,
3: I think I the passive aggressive I heard was keep calling so we can get Chris off the air. Keep
5: calling, I please keep to calling, Craig. I gotta thing. go. Hold, hold, please, Craig. <laughs> but so are you saying that you'd rather go? It's New Orleans. New Orleans. So you're saying that oh, yeah. you. I have a question about this. So you're saying you'd rather book the comic that the crowds are used to as opposed to giving a woman a shot and getting people more comfortable with women comedy?
3: Okay, uh, a great answer for this. I just played a gig. It was a corporate gig. They told me be clean. And I was. I took the F-bomb out, but I said, you window at the Love Master. And all hell broke loose. Okay, all hell broke loose. So I did not do my job because apparently they wanted me to be cleaner than I was. Okay, they're paying my money. So therefore, I have to respect what their standards are. I don't like what their standards are. I don't agree with their standards are. But I have to uh, understand that they are paying the bills, and a lot of the corporations, that's what they do hire. They hire really clean, squeaky clean, don't go over the edge, no innuendo, and so forth. They're going to have to answer to two squeaky wheels out of a standing ovation of 300 people. Two squeaky wheels were upset. So you have to answer to them, and you have HR and all that. So you generally want to go with a safe bet whenever whenever you're booking someone.
5: Yeah, it's like communism. Like the, you know, (laughs) it's like the few people who are willing to say, but it's not like communism, you know. But I like it. Just makes me. It's like the few people that are willing to say hey, this is wrong. Like, let's get people comfortable with a different way of being or saying, I don't want to rock the boat, okay? Like, these people pay my bills. I probably am with you. Like, would I have, you know, it reminds me of, like, this is so crazy, but when, like, Jesus was on the (laughs) earth, I sometimes, like, have this fear that I wouldn't have been one of the people that stuck up for him because I would have just gone with the crowd because it takes, like, a few people to be, like, to – No, no, let's change things, even though you might whip me, too. (laughs) And I don't know if I'm, like, I might be too big of a pussy, like, to be, like, to go through the lashing. Is like, and maybe you, too, Craig. (laughs) I don't know. No. Is that true? Uh, Or, like, but. Well,
3: well, it depends what you're talking about. If you're saying with the corporation. Yeah. when I have bills to pay? Uh, do I say, you know, F you, uh, I'm going to, you know, have the courage to be different here and give you what I want to give you, or do I play their game? Uh, who are paying my bills? Now, when you're in a position, when you get successful, then you can start to, you know, write your own script, which is wonderful. I mean, who doesn't want that to be the case? And, uh, Oh, I got to board my plane. I am going to miss you all. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Ileana Douglas. Yeah, but I, I, I loved it when she played Carol King. I wanted to talk to her about that. Maybe you can ask her about that. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I, I'd love to know uh, uh, her perspective on, on comedy and women in comedy because she's a very funny, very talented actress. But anyway, Craig, I'll
5: talk you know to you all what you can and, do uh, is you can download it on iTunes later and uh, go to the Craig oh, and listen oh, to it. Oh, or oh, go to Toad me, Hop I, Network. Yeah. Com and trust listen to me, it. Trust me,
3: I will definitely be doing that. I actually <laughs> might even listen on the plane. I don't want to tell you, but I might be doing that.
6: All right,
5: bye. All right, bye. bye. Safe flight.
6: Definitely might be.
5: All right. All right, Craig's off. Woo! He's flying.
6: That wasn't like a... That didn't come off no. like an insulting applause, did it? No.
5: No, not at all. That's not how I meant it. Not at all. <laughs> there, there are. It is interesting because he did talk about you know the masculine energy of joke tellers like some of the women like Sarah Silverman and Lisa Lampanelli and Joan Rivers that they have this masculine energy when they tell jokes. But I wonder is it because they're just kind of masculine females? Because I I know masculine females and I know feminine males. You know, right. like, like, uh, like, hello, <laughs> right here, you know, like where Iliana subject subject yeah, has said just at break, she said, I wear the pants in my relationship. Joel the other night is like, I'm more feminine, Sarah. I'm researching all of these foods that will boost my testosterone
6: man up a bit because
5: he's a little bit like he even, he, he is a, oh, sorry, Joel. He's a little, <laughs> he is a little feminine, which I love. To the point where I even, uh, cre- like, crest the small of his back to get him to leave the other day. <laughs>
6: <laughs> just out of instinct, like, yeah. we're both standing there, and she just, like, puts her hand on the small of the back, like, okay, let's go now. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm the date right now. Where's my purse?
2: I can see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of foods are you eating?
6: Well, they say that nuts, uh, ironically, or not, ironically. Um, nuts. Raw nuts, uh, lots of iron, they say. Uh-huh. Pretty much anything opposite from like new agey food, like oh. stay away from soy, don't be a vegetarian, don't do yoga, don't Red like meat. do any yeah. of the things that people are the fad to do now. Like all of those things are like neutering men. It
5: makes to sense because have you met a masculine new age dude? No, right. (laughs) They grow their hair out long and they just are like, let's talk about feelings, you know, so (laughs) it makes sense that they're not they're not doing. I mean, to to me, I'm like, that's cool. We can balance it out. We can have more feminine energy. I don't really want you to become a super like big dude. Well,
6: because I don't think I'd go like I don't think I'd fall over the edge. But I think, you know, having been who I've been, it would be good to then be able to represent the men as well. Yeah, I'm working out,
5: and you want to work out more, too. I want to work out well, more. what do you think, of, what do you want to become? Like, what do you want to turn into? What's a masculine man to you?
6: I've been, I've honestly been watching, like, a lot of these old shows. Like, I was even, <laughs> I mean, like, I was watching, like, I Dream of Genie, and, like, these guys aren't, like, you know, butch, like, manly men, but they're just, like, there's just a confidence and, like, wearing suits, and, like, obviously all that's, like, coming back in style also, but I think women that- are, like, kind of begging for it too like where did all the men go
5: how do you think that we want to be treated
6: i that's what i am trying to figure out because i thought i knew for so long honestly like living with just my mom and my sister growing up um and having parents that fought all the time and being like i fell into the mama's boy category Mm -hmm. and i had just decided at a young age like I do not yell at women, and I do not argue with women, and like all these things that I thought were really good, and like th- on a surface level are like those are nice things to say. But then they took me so over the line where it's like I'm so non-confrontational and so yeah. appeasing that it's like grow some balls, man. Yell and at women. Us. Say yeah. that like yeah. well, <laughs> almost like you know. Tell women me what. Want tell me assertiveness. What to do. Yeah. And that's cool, and I get it now. I'm finally sort of understanding that because it was so ingrained in me that, like, I'm supposed to be nice. I'm supposed to be, you know, like, a gentle lover. Like, No! No, but, like, back me up that, like, in every kind of, like, uh, like, TV show or stuff, like, that was, like, a common theme of, like, the good guy was, like, a gentle lover. And as, like, a young kid, I thought that's what women wanted.
5: Yeah, we do at times. I almost threw up just listening to that. But you're, like, a, she's a dude. (laughs) I like, I'm in the middle. I don't know. Do I, am I more masculine or feminine or more asexual?
6: (laughs) (laughs) No, you've got a little of the tomboy in you, which I think is good. I I like that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, it's just like, like you're not like, you know, like the super
6: feminine would be like the, I don't know, like, um, who's super like, you know, Marilyn Monroe, like super like just feminine.
5: It's because I'm skinny. Right? <laughs> cuz I don't have the curvy body. i uh, yeah, I think like I think uh, the older I get the more maybe in touch with my femininity I'm becoming maybe more, you know, where uh there's a we have a caller. Oh, uh fabulous. let's see who this is really quick. We're talking about femininity. Hello, who's this? You're on the air. I'm learning. Hey, it's Alicia Datner. Oh, Alicia. Alicia's oh, doing the comedy festival. Hi. Uh we're Craig Good. Craig Shoemaker and I are uh be are involved in this uh comedy festival, this online comedy festival uh that starts at the end of this month and uh so Alicia's putting this together. So can you tell us what it's called?
1: It's called the Spiritual Comedy Festival. It starts January twenty ninth and it brings in spiritual teachers with a sense
5: of humor and comedians with a sense of some kind of spirituality. And where can they uh where can they go to find this? Online, They can go to
1: spiritualcomedyfestival.com. It is exactly what it sounds like, spiritualcomedyfestival.com.
5: And they, if they uh, register, they can get uh, upgrades to all these great kind of packages, right? They can totally get
1: upgrades. So if they register, it's totally free. All you have to do is put your name and email there, and then if you want to upgrade... You can become a member of the Divine Laughter Club, the title I have ever created. <laughs> Okay, so can you tell us
5: one more time what the website is that they can go on? SpiritualComedyFestival.com. And Craig Shoemaker is going to be a part of it. I'm going to be a part of it. Kyle Cease is going to be a part of it. So, Alicia, I have a question. Since you're, uh, Since you're kind of into this new age world a little bit, spiritual guys, yeah. right? We're talking about yeah. how feminine some of these spiritual guys can be. Have you encountered that very often? Yeah, there's a there's a great YouTube, <laughs> yeah. the, the man from Marin. Have you have you seen that? You have to
1: see it. It's like, um, it, I think sometimes it can go a little overboard the the feminine nature of of, of the new age man. I think sometimes my um, uh, you know my my femdar goes up, and I'm like, oh, can you have less feelings? <laughs>
5: less like, feelings. <laughs> can you have less feelings from these guys. Oh that's funny. Yeah, we do encounter it a lot in the uh new age world. But okay, so we're going to post this. We're going to post the link to the com on uh, our webpage uh and our uh Facebook page. And uh awesome. yeah, so sign up and tune in. It's going to be really awesome. All right. Awesome. Al- Alicia, thanks for calling. Thanks so much, Sarah. Okay, bye.
6: I want you guys to describe because it is such a hard line to ride like not being like going back to the 50s and all the like negative ways but not losing all the positive things from those kind of men like yeah. you guys describe what a man should be.
5: Oh god, what about you? Okay, I'll go first.
2: <laughs> I'll go first. I like a man who can make decisions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who could cry and not cry. At the same time. What? Uh, that makes no sense. Uh, uh,
4: yeah, cry that not cry?
2: No. Um, someone who who could uh, not uh, whimper, you know, th- just not a crybaby. Uh, okay, but what could they cry at and that would be fine? Uh, death. They could That's cry it. at a death. <laughs> That's all they get. That's it, but no movies, no, yeah, no puppies. God, you are a dude. Yeah like oh this feeds feelings like i don't want them (laughs) (laughs) but i will say this my husband is a crybaby. yeah which i think it, it balances out because he's got the feminine energy and i've got the masculine energy yeah so he's like bawling his eyes out at like mary poppins and i meanwhile i'm like going really really mary poppins
5: yeah yeah, I think that uh, if I want a masculine man, Joel, to to uh, what well, I think, yeah, decisions would be good. Yeah, somebody that maybe you know would take the heavy bag from the car <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah. like the heavy, instead go. of you know me carrying it, that would be cool. And uh, I mean, do I want somebody to pay for things all the time? I don't really care, <laughs> really. But sometimes it's nice to be treated. Yeah, yeah. and but I've. So been, is it
6: just more the formality things? But then, like, the personality I, should still be less... less
5: I really strange. don't know because I was raised by a single mom, like a mom who did everything. Uh-huh. So I don't really know what the role for of a man is, and I don't really know what the role of a woman is. Like, I don't <laughs> really... I
4: don't think anyone knows. I, don't, I, I, I have no clue.
5: Like, zero clue of what it's what we're supposed to do or what's supposed to feel like or what... I think I... I, I, I mean, I... I do i want to be the aggressor uh no have i been yes all the time you know in the past but like i'm learning to be more feminine i don't freaking know what it means i really don't (laughs) so like we could be on this path together is i don't really know like i it's tough it's really tough
6: because i really do like a lot of the more assertive nature in women too but then it's like then men have to up it even more to still be the masculine role with those types of women because I don't want women to go back to just being, like, diminutive and, like, following you around. Like, that's
5: not cool. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I'm drawing, like, huge blanks right now. Because I really <laughs> don't even know what it means to be masculine, like, upping that role. Like, what would that mean? I don't, I know, don't know either. Like, being-
2: I, I don't think that you have to be masculine or feminine all the time. I mean, that could change, to on drop on a dime.
5: Yeah. When are you feminine?
2: When I go home.
5: To your husband? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you like to cook and stuff. Does that mean feminine, I, cooking? I
2: totally cook. I baby him. I'm, yeah, I, I'm all about it.
5: Yeah. You, I you, clean. You become his mommy? No. So what's no. the difference?
2: Um, we have some great sex. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> I think that might be it. Like, in the bedroom, yeah. male, female. Any place else, it's kind of up for grabs. Like you can debate and you can flop and you can, right? right. I mean, that would keep people pretty happy. Well, what's,
5: a male, what, what's a male position in oh, the bedroom?
6: God, don't make me define it because that's yeah. what I'm not even sure about. But again, the taking control and the, the you know, knowing what you want, being decisive.
2: But no, sometimes yeah. guys like it when a girl takes over. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you see? I think it, it's it's a very personal thing. Yeah, it is a personal thing. I don't get it. And Scott on Facebook thinks that you are feminine enough.
5: But I'm feminine enough? Yeah,
2: he says, Sarah, you are feminine enough.
5: Okay, let's take this call. Who's calling in? Am I feminine enough? Hi, who's this? You're on the air.
2: Hi, my name
5: is Natasha. Hey. Oh, Natasha. (laughs) Hey, how are you? This is, uh, can I say it? Can I say that you're Joel's girlfriend? Because I just did. I don't. Know. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Oh, okay. you're
4: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> this is it's a little, this little late.
5: This is what's up, Natasha. Are you uh, are you more masculine than Joel is? Um,
4: <laughs> I wouldn't <even> go <laughs> that far. I
10: mean, I guess that he said that I'm more masculine. I don't no, feel no, like no. I, I don't more want than to be. Me. I feel like. Well, maybe if he finds himself to be feminine, then it kind of just like leaves one other person to play a role.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: It's a yin yang. Like, we just fill in the gap. I guess that's gaps. the only
10: one
1: that's left. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't
6: think we're like out of balance, but I think I definitely fall a little center, and she falls a little center. You know, so we fill in fill in the holes. <laughs> <Not> <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, I think it's
10: like so
6: metaphorical.
10: I don't know, nice guys like some somewhere the line between like there was a line created between, like, man and nice guy, and then nice guy just became feminine? I'm not sure what happened with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, what your... I'm so sorry, I don't know your name. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, I'm Sarah. Oh, this is Ileana. No, not Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Ileana. Um, but yeah, what she said about the great sex. Oh man, I couldn't be more on board with that idea. That sounds great. Like I would totally (laughs) say the female role to have some really great sex. Like I want to be the gentle one, but then somehow it turns out that men also want to be gentle and then. I don't know. It's like do we have to set the example and be rough for them to be rough with us again? Is that
5: what we should do to well, go back? So you're saying maybe you kinda just want them to be rough, but do you have to set the example or could you just ask for it? Like and does that take it away take away from it if you're like, Hey, uh could you pull my hair? <laughs> Pretty please? Like. I
10: think it totally takes away because once you ask for it and then they do it, you get in this place in your head where you're like, oh, is he
5: just doing it because I asked? And now it's not such a turn Isn't that weird? How when you ask for something, then you get in your head when they're doing it, and it's like, is it just because I asked for this? And then it, like you totally get in the head and then next thing you know, sex is over without anybody, yeah. you know, getting there. I think, I <laughs> think yeah, just it almost ob- makes you cringe, like when that happens. You're I personally like, oh, don't man. mind. I don't mind if I ask for something and they do. That. I think it's awesome. Like, it's like I cool. I think it's kind of yeah. a turn on.
10: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you're having sex and you're like, hey, do this to me right now, and they do it, that's fine. But it's like if you guys were talking about sex sometime before sex and then it comes up during sex, you're like, oh.
5: It's weird because now he thinks I so, was saying that because I wanted him to do it, which maybe I was, but didn't intend Maybe you're too in your head about it. So Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I want to, to say, say I'm sweating bullets Yeah, right Joel now. is flipping out. He doesn't even I had in this. This uh, is awesome. But, Natasha, yeah. we do have to go and take a break, but uh, thanks for calling in, and I'm going to tell Joel. You tell Joel what, how you want him to behave. You tell me how you want Joel to behave in sex, <laughs> and I'll tell him so you're not in your head about it. Okay, all right, well, we worked this okay, out. Okay, that sounds
4: good. I'll just have to text you.
5: Text me. Totally text me. Thanks for calling in, Natasha. All right, you guys. We made it through the first hour. Coming up, Ileana Douglas is going to be in the studio. We're super stoked. So uh, stick around. Come back for Ileana Douglas.
0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again. Go to Stamps.com, but before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's Stamps.com. To
6: leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted.
1: Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze.
6: Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for.
1: Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. download Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Shh. Microphones. Pies and doggy bones or the warcraft nancy drew sims the scruff system too click amazon you'll smile with glee sometimes shipping's even free
9: Hey, Toad Hop listeners, what's going on? This is Christian Harloff, and I am Mark Ellis from Schmoes. No, we are the only video reviewers accredited on Rotten Tomatoes, Look and now you. Christian, Look somehow you. we got our own podcast on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We basically go back and forth, and we have a co-host, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. We talk movies, it's just kind of back and forth, regular people talking movies. We start talking movies at tangents into a number of different things. Sometimes yep. we ask for it, sometimes we don't. We take a lot of calls yep. from everybody in our uh free named city, Schmoville. Those are our fans. We to take a lot of tweets. Yep. So make sure you check out the Schmoes No Movies podcast every Thursday night on the Toad Hop Network from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed. And if you miss it, go back, watch it on the ToadHopNetwork.com, download it on the audio from iTunes. Because, look, we see movies before a lot of people do. But we can tell you about them if you like them, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. Tune your own horn there with our oh, press no, 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 greetings. No, just While kidding. you are at our site or you're on iTunes, yes. please leave a comment and rate the podcast. Make us number one because we need it. We have self-esteem issues. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today.
0: With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. network studios in
5: hollywood this, this is the toadhop network.com
0: it is strongly addictive
5: radio worth
0: watching radio worth watching
5: all right we're back we're back here with iliana douglas the craig shoemaker show but craig's not here and uh but iliana douglas is here I do, yeah. yes yes so, Ileana, we're talking about uh, masculine and feminine energy, right? And we're yes. talking about women that can be more masculine. Like il- our producer, Ileana, she's uh, more masculine. Yeah. Would, would you say you were more feminine or more masculine?
8: I, I always, I internally think I'm more feminine, and but outwardly, I think that people <laughs> think that I'm more masculine. Why? Because you ride a bike? I, I, yeah, because I ride a bike. (laughs) I did grow up with, you know, a lot of brothers and older cousins. And I think being Italian is a certain toughness. But I often, when I'm doing movies, usually around the third week, I'll be talking to the producer or the director and they go, you know, it's, you're so cool. I really (laughs) thought you were, I really thought you were going to be a bitch or, you know, like, and I'm always shocked by that because I'm like the most, almost the most timid doormat type person really yeah is it because
5: you're maybe low maintenance too that that seems a little bit more masculine than feminine like are like feminine women a little bit higher maintenance where it's like carry my bag and you know maybe i don't know
8: i mean i get things i try to get things done i'm very proactive yeah
5: an active person
8: wait for the door car door to be open for me or yeah like that you're a doer yeah, That is
5: masculine. It's that energy that goes out, like gets things done, I think.
8: Well, it's also growing up in the country, you know, your car gets stuck in snow and... You have to push it out. And yeah. So you just, I, I just know how to how to do things and fix things.
5: Yeah. I think that's cool. I don't really know how to do any of that. And I don't know how to do the feminine stuff either. Like, I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know how to cook, get pregnant, nothing. <laughs> like, it's just, so uh, I, I I was saying that I feel a little bit more asexual than anything.
8: I lo- Yeah, I love to cook. I love to clean. Like you know you again, love to clean. I love to clean. Yeah. yeah, that's an Italian thing. I get great pride with like a shiny stove.
5: Really? <laughs> Do you like the way that it smells too? Like cleaning products?
8: Yeah. I like the smell of bleach. I just like yes. I know that I know Windex.
5: <laughs> that's crazy. Fabulosa.
8: <laughs> the Spanish version of
5: so we were when Craig was on the air uh, earlier, we started talking about females in comedy, and uh that there are less there tend to be less funny uh, women than men and we 're right. trying to figure out why that is. Do you have any ideas of why that
8: is well i, I have a theory about why because I know it 's very controversial. I Adam mm-hmm. Corolla recently saying that women aren 't funny. And to me, part of it is, you know, watching I very briefly back in the day did stand up and it's a very talk about masculine energy. It's a real masculine thing to be standing in front of people defiantly (laughs) (laughs) making them do what you want them to do, which is, you know, laugh at you. This is already like a strange thing. But my theory is that if you're a guy and all guys pretty much unless they're gay want to have sex with women yeah right that's that's so that's <laughs> that's kind
6: of the defining yeah, straight yeah <laughs> gay thing.
8: and occasionally watch sports but mainly you know have sex with women totally and so if you're in an audience and you're watching a woman be funny then it to me it's like a guy suddenly thinks like oh that'd be like fucking a guy so really? Yeah. yeah. So I think that it's in their in their brain it's offensive because the woman suddenly takes on like a very masculine uh personality and therefore it ruins the fantasy of them having sex with that person because she's now a masculine, you know, sort of Person, yeah, persona. That,
5: that makes sense then, because a lot of female comics they don't get approached by people afterwards saying, "Hey, let's bone," you know. Like <laughs> right. it
8: right, it's always the waitresses. <laughs> yeah, or that's uh, you know because they they laugh at the guys and and when I think traditionally of some of the comedians like Bob Hope or mm-hmm. I mean. Back in the day, comedians, Milton Berle, they, you know, they were with their wives for like 30 or 40 years and they sort of, it seems to me, this is a massive generalization off the top of my head, yeah. so do, you know, but they, the, the male comedians seem to kind of want to either, you know, like marry their mother eventually, like there's sort of a mother figure there yeah and i think of again i'm thinking off the top of my head don rickles and his mother were extremely close jerry lewis and his mother (laughs) were extremely close so there could be you know again like just this motherly you know yeah feeling
5: so why do you think then certain women like like the women that are funny you know because i know that there are probably do you think that there are more funny men than women
8: that this is this is what i I thought about this because we were discussing this yeah this is what i thought in terms of Stand-up comedians, men, I'm going to say, yes, men are definitely funnier than women as stand-ups, but... In terms of comedy moments, what I started to think of yeah. is every time, like, on the on the Oscars, when they show, like, what what are the most times I've laughed in my life? Yeah. And I put in a kind of a no, you know, general order, top ten. I put awesome. Meg, Meg Ryan, The Orgasm Scene, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, Again, it's go-to that everybody shows that and then, you know, cut to Rob Reiner's. Mom saying, I'll have what she's having. Right. Um, <laughs> Cameron Diaz, the bar scene where she's got the comb in her hair. And yeah. Mary- hysterical. <laughs> like everybody. uh Madeline Kahn, Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Like again, anything she does in that. Madeline Kahn, What's Up, dog Joan Cusack, Broadcast News. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan Keaton and Annie Hall. I put Cher in Moonstruck when she goes, snap out of it. It's like, again, a go-to that everybody uses. Goldie Hawn in Private Benjamin when she says, do these things come in another color? Julie Haggerty in Lost in America. Judy Holiday, I don't know if people know who that is, in Born Yesterday. Uh, Jeannie Berlin in The Heartbreak Kid, that's the egg salad scene. Elaine May in A New Leaf. Uh, Myrna Loy and then oh, in terms I love of, Myrna Loy. yeah Mr. Blandings built this dream house and then as far mm-hmm. as TV I put uh, Carol Burnett I saw this in the window this is the thing where she takes the curtains oh yes 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 and where is it like
5: that
8: uh, Mary Taylor Moore again go to when her funeral The Chuckles the Clown if anyone you got to YouTube this Betty White meeting Johnny Carson in the Mary Taylor Moore show in the blackout episode. I didn't see it. Insanely funny. Yeah. Um Imogene Coco, I put Lucille Ball, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Katherine O'Hara, uh, all like amazing. Yeah. Uh you know, people that are funny. So if I'm gonna say funniest moments, I'm gonna go with that.
5: Yeah. So uh yeah, I think that's great. So we're resetting that Ileana Douglas is our co host. Right now, she's our co-host. She's pretty much co-hosting, which is great. So let's do this. I don't know if I missed. What I, I got, they wrote a note on a whiteboard. I'm just going to call it out, and I didn't understand what it said. <laughs> it just said, Aaliyah Douglas co-host. Well, you know, Shoemaker yeah. is on a plane, but he's listening. Yeah, he
2: is. And he's texting me. <sighs> Craig. <laughs> rigorously, he's texting me. Stop really? taking us off topic, of Craig. Sarah
5: to reset. I don't get it. I don't get it, Craig. <laughs> just I just you. called it out. So you're saying that maybe, like, uh, you know, so fewer stand-up comics, more in television and film, right? Of the funny women. So cause yeah, it's and we were talking about how it's a muscle too for women to work, you know, with, in comedy, and they've had less time really as on a as a stand-up mm-hmm. to work that muscle, right. you know. And we're talking. So do we? We've talked a little bit about this. Do is it? Like, into some women, like Sarah Silverman, Lisa Lampanelli, they're playing the the male humor right. on stage. Right. And is that the way to get more exposure as women, get people used to it seeing us?
8: Well, it seems like it is. I mean, I was thinking of, like, when I was growing up seeing movies, and, like, in my day, it was, like in order to be considered a serious actress, you have to take all your clothes off. Like, I mean, yeah. I remember seeing Annie Hall with Diane Keaton and then my mom took me to see uh, Looking for Mr. Goodbar and I was shocked. Like, there <laughs> Diane Keaton was naked. And yeah. so it was like there was a lot of nudity. And now it's like we've progressed. Like, for women to be funny, they have to urinate in the toilet. And I don't, like, <laughs> I standing don't... Up. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, that's... uh And I don't think that helps the cause for women being funny I just don't personally think you know that that's as funny as Meg Ryan doing the orgasm scene in When Harry Met Sally that's just my personal opinion or Goldie Hawn so there is a a different kind of style that is a much more masculine style seems to be creeping in for women and whether that's comfortable for them I don't really know I kind of wonder you know because I know that even like you know when I was like sometimes as a girl you're funny and then you're like too funny and you're like I want to be the funny one I want to be the pretty nice one you know, like, yeah. because sometimes when you're the funny one it's like the guy goes you're like okay see you later yeah, exactly. you're know, like <laughs> yeah. being funny and then they ask you about like, do you think so and so likes me and then you're like I don't think I like being the funny one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't you know I don't know I mean as a comedian don't you're always looking for some sort of hook right like yeah. what's your brand what's your hook and you know for uh, like a girl to get in that you know that genre I think that they they you know they become known for that but does it ever for them personally get tiring you know maybe not once the money is rolling yeah
5: I mean so it is kind of interesting if we talk about the muscle and how, why there are more funny men than women, and that we're talking about it just we weren't raised, maybe we weren't raised like that. And you know, but you're a funny woman, so were you always funny as a kid? Were you a funny kid, or were you the class clown, or what was your sense of humor?
8: Yeah, I think I was always funny, but but everybody in my family was funny, yeah. Like, so my mom's Italian, and I, I just remember uh growing up that all of my cousins were funny, yeah, like everybody told funny stories. Everybody was always doing something funny mm-hmm. and – but again, like talk about masculine and feminine. Like when I think of like my uncles that were funny, was, you know, they yeah. were like awesome, funny guys. <laughs> and then, like my aunts are funny or like alcoholic. <laughs> 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 like eccentric – so like, like there goes yeah it goes Aunt B, that's Aunt Millie whoa you know drinking too much beer you know like they were funny in a yeah. different <laughs> way that maybe I don't want to be that kind of funny I want to be the funny like storytelling but like my grandmother yeah. was hysterical and I I think that I even though my my grandfather was a you know was an actor and was a com, you know great comic actor from the 30s and 40s um my grandmother taught me timing because she had really yeah she had the most i mean she had a kind of an italian accent but she'd say oh your father's all right he's got his good faults you know and it was like (laughs) that kind of timing yeah to me is like she was delivering a punchline. she just didn't know it you know
5: oh that's really interesting i uh Hey, I just want to say if yeah. anybody has a
2: question for you, yeah, you sure. know they could give us a call 323-622-8623, and you're listening to the Craig Shoemaker Show with the very special <laughs> co-host, mm-hmm. co-host, 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 not hoes. host, Co- host. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we got the we got co-hosts
6: up here today. <laughs> right, we got co-host. two hoes, <laughs> one <Tam-1> and two. <Cam-2. laughs> we
2: got Ileana Douglas. It's so weird for me to say my own name and Sarah Sweet. Running the ship. So if you got a call, right. you want to call us. Give
5: us a call, please do. Mm-hmm. I uh, I I was wondering. I, I just am so fascinated by this topic because yeah I think me too yeah. And I think is there is there a difference between male humor and female humor, or can you just uh, just be yourself and that it could be universal? Because Lisa Lampanelli said something that she said. Women, they're, on a list of 100 people, there'll be three funny women on that list because women want to talk about women's issues and that's not a universal topic. Mm-hmm. And is that true? Like, do the things that we want to talk about aren't universal? Because I would hate to think that. I would hate to think <laughs> that we have like a little box that we need to fit in of what can be funny just because we're women.
8: I think to a certain extent, when I very briefly. Did comedy, one of the things that they liked about me was that I remember specifically the guy saying I'm glad that you don't do oh, last night I had the worst date mm-hmm. you know, kind of humor. Yeah. However, in women's defense i think that when you're starting out you're just looking for things to be funny and you're dating and so that and, and it probably broadens mm-hmm. you know as your act continues to grow but like i always did my humor seemed to be relatable and, and when i do my web series it's it's about men what i find the most funny are men and women so not specifically things that are funny to just women so you know i, I all my humor is sort of like men and women on dates or, in, yeah. you know, your exchanges you have with your boss, things like that.
5: Yeah. And you, we talked about the other day your type of humor and, you, and your storytelling. And how would you describe your type of storytelling that you want to do live and on stage?
8: I think that, you know, I mean, in the broadest sense, it's the, uh, is it me? Like that kind of, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, that those... Sort of self deprecating. Yeah. You know, uh, I've, I, you know, I I was, had a job uh, for four hours as a coat check person. So, like, that's <laughs> a true story. And I used to say, like, how is it possible to be fired from hanging coats? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, how? I have coats. Yeah, how is I it mean, possible? How did you get fired after there, four hours? Well, because of poor judgment of, you know, <laughs> I was there and the fir- my first customer was this mobster and he was having a fight with his girlfriend <laughs> and they decided to leave the restaurant. The girl wanted her coat and he said, don't give her the coat. And she's like, give me my coat. And they were like screaming in the oh, coat gosh. and I had this coat. I was like, I don't know what to do to get, you know, and then, the, the woman was screaming, give me my coat So I gave her the coat and the guy goes, You dead. You're dead. You're dead. Oh, You're no. dead. What? What? And then the next thing I knew, like the owner of the restaurant came over and he like, Get the hell out of my restaurant you know, he like kicked me out. I was like, So no you know, it was like the classic, so no tip is what <laughs> I guess what I'm hearing here is And, you know, I walked into my House, you know, totally like pour myself a glass of milk. My roommate was there watching <laughs> no. TV. You know, he's like, What happened? I yeah. thought you today was your first day, you know, because you're all excited. You're like, It's my first day at work. Yeah. I'm going to meet new people. Everybody's <laughs> going to love me. I'm going to get free food, you know, and then like four hours later, I'm fired, <laughs> <laughs> demoted. Uh, humiliated, and my roommate is looking at me like, "How could you get fired from hanging coats?" Like, you that's just impossible.
5: literally check one coat? You checked one coat. One yeah. coat. So that's not even four hours. That's like thirty minutes. Like yeah, I Maybe got that's there. That's why You got
6: fired. It took you thirty minutes hanging anyway. one Just a
8: one coat. But really so nice. stories like you know, yeah. like like that, where you find yourself in you know these situations that you're like i don't know how i got myself into this you know into this situation
5: yeah kind of embarrassing self-deprecating i think that's the best kind of humor ever all right we have to take a break when we come back (laughs) co-host iliana douglas is here (laughs) iliana douglas is our special guest uh stick around we have lots more funny stories coming up
0: listening to the toad hop network radio worth watching the soda stream soda maker is fun as hell the kids are gonna love it there's 50 different flavors and it's healthy there's no fruit toast, corn syrup or aspartame so pick one up at bed bath and beyond target Macy's, coles and walmart or just go to soda stream with gamefly choose from over 6,000 titles play as long as you want and send them back when you're done 8.95 to start no late fees gamefly.com games delivered What's happening, Toad Hop listeners? This is Ari Shafir. Jason Tebow. And Sam Tripoli from
9: the Punch Drunk Sports Comedy Podcast.
3: Check us out a- a live every uh, Tuesday from
9: noon to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes dummies. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. You Follow it boys. You just say that so, like, you sounds like you're acting. Really? Yeah, it's like, and while you're there, leave a comment. It's like, uh, okay, and while you're there, man, leave a comment. Tell us how much you <laughs> like. It still sounds it just, off, dude. It seems what? Like you're yeah. It still a Pepsi. sounds off. How? I don't
3: know. It's just well, how would you do you it? it? Hey, while you're there, leave a comment. Like, if you, imagine you were talking to a person, a human. Yeah, while, yeah, you're, while there. you're there, leave a comment. Great show. That's way better. That was way better. Nailed it.
5: What? Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to MiraclesofHealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse. Your friend for life.
9: Does your car smell like (coughs) you need scent bomb. Does your house smell like? (coughs) Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like (coughs) Get Some Scent Bomb? Go to getsomecentbomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scentbomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scentbomb. Scentbomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to getsomescentbomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to getsomescentbomb.com that's get some scent. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, okay. just to find the thing you wanted isn't
1: even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and silent ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze.
6: Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle,
1: Kindle. cameras, <laughs> electronics, Baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies and TV, download music, MP3, Pixar, Pixar. Disney, microphone, pet supplies and doggy bones. or the Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff system too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. So Sometimes shipping is even free.
0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network radio worth watching.
5: Yeah, welcome back to the Craig Shoemaker show. <laughs> That's right. Craig Shoemaker uh, isn't in the studio, but we uh we have special guest Ileana Douglas Who's, uh, who's here. She's the star of uh the hit web series, Easy to Assemble. You can see it. It's the fourth season you guys just completed, fourth
8: right? Fourth season. We're on uh, Daily Motion. You can find us on uh, YouTube slash Easy TV. many, many other places. iTunes, if you have an iPhone, you can download us. Download. And it was yeah.
5: huge. You guys had 2.5 million, right? This last uh, yeah last see,
8: Yeah, 2.5, maybe 3. We're sort of counting right now. It, it uh, Again, it continues to go up because people watch this season, then they go back and they watch other seasons, yeah. so it's one of the hardest things to do is actually get an accurate count of sharing and all that kind of stuff. Totally, but you guys do you guys film it at Ikea? We film it at Ikea, yes. Uh, every summer, it's been amazing. <laughs> it's oh, awesome. I just, uh,
6: Every time I go there, I always thought this would be a great studio. It's already set up, like all these little video <laughs> rooms and everything. It's it perfect. Is,
8: and it is. It is. We do, we, we do that gag every year where you think you're in someone's house and pull out. that's awesome because it works every single yeah. time yeah. you know
5: totally to people. So, you, uh, so it is the Craig Shoemaker show you guys uh, <laughs> just in case I forgot and uh, and uh, Shoe wants to know right now do you know who Craig Shoemaker is <laughs> 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 be honest um, no oh so okay. he's a comedian Yeah, he totally is, and you guys are actually—they got
8: Facebook friends. Yes, yeah, and four thousand other people. But I meet people all the time who are, in fact, I just met someone recently who is a Facebook friend of mine on the airplane. We had we chatted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was. A, yeah.
5: And you didn't know that he was your Facebook friend? The I did time? not.
8: He he reminded me that uh, he was a Facebook friend. I mean, it's hard it to. Happens. It happens. The 5,000 people, and then our, our easy to assemble page, and there's numerous pages. So. Yeah. But I love them all equally.
5: <laughs> yeah, totally. And except for Craig Schumacher <laughs> Just kidding. Well, he's he, a big fan. He's of a huge fan.
8: I'm a big fan of his too.
5: We have somebody that's very persistent and calling right now, and uh, let's get it because they, I think they really want to talk to you. Hi, who's this? You're on the air. Hi,
10: Sarah. It's Anthony.
5: Oh, this is Gay Anthony. Anthony. That's Anthony. a. This is our. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Do you have a question for Iliana?
10: Yeah, I
3: actually do. So. Um, throughout your career and the roles that you've played, yes. can you name one of your
1: favorite masculine females and feminine females? Which was easier or more natural and why?
8: Do you, do you mean in in my performance, Liz? Yeah.
3: Yeah, in your career. Yeah.
8: Well, I'll tell you an interesting thing about the movie To Die For because everybody um, thinks that I am playing a lesbian in that movie, <laughs> which I've always been curious about. There's a there's a scene and the way the scene was cut, you know, we're ice skaters and, and we're on the road and I have a, you know, I have a roommate who was actually my ice skating coach. She's in the, she was in the, and at one point I think she's, you know, Gus just had her in the bathroom I think she's washing her hair and I'm on the phone I think talking to my brother and so because of that (laughs) there's always been like she plays the lesbian (laughs) Ice skater and uh, to die for. So that I seemingly I th- I think for people because I di- I didn't wear any makeup or anything yeah. like that, which was so hard to do. But uh, <laughs> uh, but that was probably the most masculine, and then the most feminine definitely was uh, was is a tie between either Grace of My Heart because um, I was like I was sleeping with somebody every other day, like on the thirty day oh, shoot. Wow. Yeah, because it's like the way movies go. Wow out of order so it's right. like in the morning i'd be in bed with eric stoltz and <laughs> afternoon i'd be making out with bruce davison you know like it's we- a tough life yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, is that, that, to date is my i mean like as i always say i was like you know I, would you rather be matt dylan's sister or his wife having sex with him definitely his wife <laughs> right. like, oh that's one
5: fun. all right thanks for calling anthony thanks so you were we were talking Craig's on a plane right now and I am very. I feel very grateful. Thank you, Craig, for the opportunity. You're the best. You're and the by best. the way,
2: he just defriended you. He's what? no
5: longer your friend. No.
2: Yeah. That's he's, so sad. That's brutal. I know. Well he's brutal. He could be brutal and sweet.
5: Well, at the same yeah. time. So uh he's on a plane and you were on a plane, you're talking that you also didn't know uh who your other Facebook friend was, but yes. you told me the other day you travel with a dog.
8: Yes, I do. I travel with my dog uh Chauncey and it's I have, is there a is there a riot <laughs> yeah can we yeah so you, you have a dog chauncey yeah my dog uh chauncey travels everywhere with me uh he's uh an emotional support dog which i need <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, need it i no, i need you- it and well the, the the interesting thing is as i said i thought this would be a kind of a stigma that traveling with a dog and in fact it's been like Every time I meet, every time the guy sitting next to was like, I need an emotional. support. <laughs> I mean, was like, the, the plane was really choppy and it was really scary. And so, like, again, that was one of those things. I wouldn't have like a panic attack. I'm like, I've got the dog and I'm breathing. And God was saying, can I hold your can I hold your dog? Because he was nervous that he was going to have a panic attack. He was actually. Yeah. Do you really need it for emotional support? Absolutely. I think I I didn't realize, you know, uh, until after I got the dog how much I, I did need it. And, and again, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be. realize
6: I had a disability until I got the disability dog. Yeah. I and mean, it was really great.
8: Oh yeah. Because I realized like, I, you know, like the people are really nice to me now. And I realized like that, that, that my biggest fear in life was that people were going to say or think that I was crazy. Yeah. Cause I think that all women have that fear. Totally. Uh, that, that I don't know why that we have some, it must be go from past generations or like there's, this movie gaslight I yeah think that every woman feels like that they're gonna marry a man and they're gonna <laughs> the man is gonna slowly make them crazy and no one will believe them and then they'll be committed and i don't know why i have that in 2013 right. yeah i don't you know but I, so i think that i was always afraid like that i would be considered crazy if i you know and so Therefore, once I actually got a letter from a therapist saying I was crazy, and and I handed it to people, I have to give the letter to people. Was it certified? uh, Is is it certified? I just
6: wondered if that's what they meant when they said certifiable.
8: No, no. No. but it's – instead of people, like, giving you the fish eye, they're, like, really, really nice to you because they're afraid you're going to – Lose like, it. Yeah, you're going to be crazy and then it would be – that would be politically – because now we're in such a politically correct society – that people go on overboard to be nice to you and so i i, I get you know everyone is so gentle with me <laughs> that i realize this is what i want in my whole life like and you're hiding from it the whole time it's probably better to say I'm, right. I'm emotionally unstable how big is your dog what kind of dog is it uh he is a i think he's a rescue dog i think he is a tibetan terrier i think
5: is he really trained in calming you down
8: <laughs> is, he like, is he how do you train a dog for that they they just they they're born to do that. That's what they do? They're constantly you know, giving you. Well, that's. Proven from so many studies, yeah. Of of you know of so dogs. Like
6: seeing eye dog, where they have to have like special schools or something.
8: Yes, but they. Uh, but I I think again if they, I I mean it's amazing. Like he's got his little emotional support vest,
4: <laughs>
8: and, and he loves he loves to wear it. And then when people and again like I thought this would be a stigma. But people go, oh my God, I that's so it. cute. <laughs> I want that. Where did you get that? I was like, well, I take a few classes. Yeah. Is yeah. it a special color for emotional supportive
5: dogs? No. no it's it, not like purple or anything.
8: Well, I, I you can choose your color. I, cho- I chose red.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. So it
8: would be. So people could clearly see it. Is it I'm, I'm proudly having an emotional support dog.
5: Is it one of those dogs that when you're having a big feeling, and if you have questions for Iliad on a please call in at 323-622-8623. 8623 uh, spells Toad. That's 323-622-8623. Is it... Um, one of those dogs, like, when you're having a huge feeling, that'll just, like, come by you because it knows it can sit on you. or Yeah. Yeah.
8: And my last dog definitely was was like that. That That's kind of how I got the idea was that my, my other dog was amazing in terms of that capacity. And everybody used to say, God, that's so strange. I was very upset. And he climbed into my lap and I felt better. Like especially when people were emotional or had people in my family that were that were ill and he went into they let him go into the hospital and it was he was really, really amazing. So this dog is a rescue so it it, I haven't had him since you know birth so he's he's required a lot more training but I'm hoping to get him to that to that point.
5: Do you think since he was a rescue that he had to process some of his own feelings?
8: (laughs) Definitely (laughs) definitely. He's got food issues (laughs) <laughs> Definitely got like food issues with other dogs, and I don't know if they threw the meat out, you know, and they all had to fight for it. But he's def- he's got a couple food issues.
5: Yeah, when you told me on the phone that you had because you had to get this note for your dog because he was a little bit bigger, yes, right, to yeah. go on the plane. I yeah. pictured it like a big, like a great dane sitting on your lap on no. the airplane.
8: Oh. So he's he's still little. He's miniature. Yeah, he's like twenty. 22 pounds or so. He's not, not too bad, although he's, he might be actually up to 25 pounds That's now. pretty
6: big for a lap dog.
8: Yeah, but he he doesn't know that. <laughs> he thinks he's, he's like, and since I got him and he does on the plane, he sits on my lap literally the whole time and just like sleeps. So he thinks he's he seems to make himself really small and make makes himself a lap dog.
5: Do you get anxiety on fly? Like, do you just get anxiety flying? Oh, te-
8: terrible. Really? I mean, yeah, just terrible. Claustrophobia. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, just, just awful. I can't, I, I don't. It, it, yeah, it started first when I was on a train and, and I was in a, I had to stand in the vestibule for, it's a complicated story. Yeah. <laughs> it, it involves a dog. Another dog? <laughs> Long, <laughs> I was on it many years ago. I was traveling from New York to Massachusetts and I used to travel with my, I had this little, truly a little dog. Yeah. And um used to travel with a dog and you know, no problem. And then, you know, one day I was I was there and the, having an ex- exchange with this, you know, Amtec, Amtrak um, person, this woman, and uh, an exchange I, that sounds kind of intense. Was it like a, <laughs> a heated exchange? No, no. It's a. She was she was speaking to my to my brother. They were holding the train for me because wow. I, I had to use the bathroom, and so they were holding the train. My brother <laughs> had the dog, and so. You know, so the woman said to me, "Is it, you have a, is that a dog you have?" And I go, "Yeah." And I'm thinking, like, she wanted to pet him or whatever, because everybody <laughs> had been so genial yeah. about the dog. And then I got on the train, and then the doors closed, and she said, "You can't travel on the train with that dog." And I was like, Ugh. "What do you What do you mean? We've just had a conversation." And so she's – you know, she. So I said well let me off then because my brother is here and she said I can't the train is moving and I was like oh. it's not moving it just opened <laughs> the door and uh, it then proceeded once the thing was closed like that she said well you're going to have to stand in the vest in the vestibule that's the area if you've seen any horror movie where the murder scene fight <laughs> oh scene takes place between like, two cars yeah between where yeah. it like
6: oscillates back and forth so she well, said can so
8: again this goes back to me being a doormat. I was like, uh, oh, okay, you know, and I, I but I was like but there's a big sign and it says you can't go. I was like the train isn't it? It's going 90 or 100 miles an hour. <laughs> And uh, then it was like then people it became I started to have this panic attack. Yeah. That was the sure. first time I had a panic attack. And then people were staring, like, what's going on? <laughs> why are you why why is it was, so the woman like got you know, metaphor a bit off more than she can chew. Like she just thought like, I'll teach her a lesson, I'll right. put her in the thing and you know. But the passengers it became like, Why are you making this woman stand in the vestibule and I I was I, then I started to cry. Oh and no! It was like, and then I fell. Oh. And I ended up hurting myself, and the same woman said, "Oh, I suppose now you'll be needing medical attention." And oh, I said, "It right. was her problem." I said, "Yes, I will, because <laughs> I fell because of the do- you know it was so it just escalated and escalated, and it was uh, and so interestingly enough because I I had the dog yeah. with me, which had caused the whole thing. That was like when I that was like when I first sort of realized I." That I was having these panic attacks, anxiety attacks. And it had to do with her, I think, holding me against my will sure. in this small wow. spot and feeling yeah. like I was going to have to stand all the way to Boston or something. <laughs> like yeah. in my head, I was like, the train's never going to stop. I, you know, um, I mean, I, I kept thinking it was going to end badly, huh. and it did end badly. <laughs> yeah, you but, fell. You hurt yourself. I fell and I hurt myself. And, um, and uh, you know, I contended that the woman brought on this panic attack, which she which she did. So now, you, is it like PTSD, like when you travel in <laughs> <laughs> airplanes and stuff? That well, you're... I gotta say, it's funny you say that because you know, it was a long time before I could be on the Amtrak again. Sure. It was. I mean, I'm shortening the story. It was. A long ride. I (laughs) mean, this was this was forty minutes of like (laughs) the woman parading me, and then the panic attack, and then you know, come then the police being there, and you know them thinking like that there was gonna you know, and then it's me like this hundred and twenty pound actress with a little white dog (laughs) that's caused all this commotion. uh,
2: You know, I got a question for you. I'm a I'm a musician and shoemaker he mentioned that his favorite movie was the Carole King movie that you yes. were in. Like, I haven't seen it. So oh. w- could you, what's that all about?
8: Uh, Grace of My Heart is a movie I'm really proud of. I helped uh, develop it with the uh, writer-director, Alison Anders, who's an amazing female director. Um, and it's about the Brill Building in nineteen uh, the 1950s. So it's about singer-songwriters. And primarily, it's a little, you know, takes off a little bit from Carole King's life. Nice. She was... She wrote songs for other people, but she really wanted to be a singer herself. Mm, and yeah. she, in fact, didn't achieve her own success until she wrote Tapestry. And she, by that point, she was already, like, you know, in her late 30s, maybe even 40. And so the whole movie is about sort of finding your voice as a woman. Mm. Throughout the film, she's with all these men. And this is, like, where, you know, we had a lot of input in it, where she doesn't believe in her own talent. All these men are sort of coming along. And she goes this way and that way and And keeps forgetting what she really wants to do, which is to be a singer songwriter. She wants to be both. so and
2: did you sing in the movie? no
8: i I got I, I we I did sing, and then in the end, they dubbed everybody, <laughs> which was unlike
2: lame is. Have you seen that one?
8: Yes, I have where everybody sings live. yeah when we did sing live in our in our movie. But then, later on, they decided it. yeah, they yeah. decided to use their own they, people that were under contract. are you a singer? I am a singer, wow, I, I mean you know i wouldn 't say I was a great singer, but I love to sing and grew up doing musicals and uh I've been in a, a, a kind of a band called Sparhusen, which is a Swedish – you can find them on the internet. Barhusen? Sparhusen? Sparhusen. It's Swedish. <laughs> it was a spinoff of the Easy to Assemble show oh, cool. that okay. we were doing for a while. It's, it's about a fictional band from the 1970s, but we started making music for real and playing at South by Southwest and some other people. So I really actually got into – uh, you know, the singing and also songwriting. I always had a secret fantasy about being a songwriter. Uh, me too. Like always. Is it like a yeah. girl thing? I don't anything?
5: know. But I cho- like I wasn't good enough. So I chose comedy. You know, like I just I love it. I think I have such a I'm a fan. If you do that. Can, are you playing live anytime soon?
8: No, there uh, I the last time I played live was at uh, was at Largo. I mean, I've done, you know, the, we're performing with the band, but I, I've been connecting more and more with people uh, going back to the going back to the songwriting finding people to collaborate with.
5: Yeah. If you're just uh, tuning in right now, you're listening to the Craig Shoemaker show, we have uh, co-host Ileana Douglas on the air. Nice. And uh, and uh, Do you have any
2: questions for Sarah?
8: Oh as a co host
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's
5: turn the tables here.
8: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um well, I have a question. What you know what comedians from, you know, have inspired you? along the way aside from don't mention me cuz yeah. i'll be embarrassed i'm
5: a huge fan i am a huge fan cuz i love your quirky dark like like uh like a self-deprecating humor i love that you're just like your timing is just to me it just is uh, really really interesting and because i was uh it just is offbeat and i freaking love it it's just different thank
8: you thank you uh
5: people that i've looked up to i mean obviously lucille ball is awesome like she's somebody that you because it's uh what she does with her body and her behavior is Uh incredible to me yes yeah i like uh gilda radner i thought she was pretty fantastic she's a little tortured you know as a person (laughs) like and that was my fear is you have to be tortured to be funny like really funny I think you
8: do. You think so? Yeah, because I think it's – I think all comedians are essentially – they're perverts. Like they pervert their feelings because like, yeah. they want to stop themselves from crying or I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> I think somebody asks you a question and instead of re- you know revealing something personal about yourself, you go, oh, it's a stupid sweater or – you know what I mean? So you instantly pervert that feeling and you make it a joke yeah right
5: isn't that i I love comedy right now where you can be super honest and be like yeah. this is my f- my voice sounds like i'm gonna cry anyways most of the time <laughs> like just the way that it is so i like i just love that raw honesty that yeah. to me that's my favorite kind of humor right now but i think uh i don't know it's like even finding your voice i had a i had somewhere where i was gonna go with this and then i totally forgot i love that when that happens <laughs> when you're like mid-thought and you're like what what's happening <laughs> where's my thought but i yeah so i like uh I think Tig Notaro right now is awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know her. I think she's right now. I do. I think she's a weird... Tig Notaro. She's this... She's becoming pretty big right now. Louis C.K. helped her out recently. Uh, And I... I, did a
6: video for her a long time ago. It was awesome. It was Have Tig at Your Party. And it was this, like, fake infomercial of her. It was just a video that you would put on. And it was her, like, standing there pretending she's at your party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was awesome.
5: Yeah, she's, she's super funny. I, uh... Oh God, you guys help pick it up really quick. This is because this we're learning right now. This is like the first two hours without Craig. And it is like I just gonna be honest right now. That it, it is weird and it is scary and terrifying a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time it's just it, because That's Craig, good. That's, that's when things happen.
6: If you. I wear a red vest, can I fly for free? Can I come for you? <laughs>
8: no, only <laughs> you need a way? you no, you've gotta go you've gotta get the certificate saying no. you're crazy. Are you brave enough to No, I don't wanna be the crazy
6: <laughs> one. I wanna be the support animal.
8: <laughs> oh, the support animal. <laughs> Can well, you
6: have like a licensed support person that flies with you?
8: Yeah, it's so interesting. I don't know. That's a good that's a good uh, Maybe question. If they're small though. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in my lap. Yeah. And I'll, I'll pet you and yeah. feed you snacks. <laughs> I thought there was a lot, you know, there were 3 um and um I was flying on JetBlue, which I love cuz they're so animal friendly. They're really really nice and there was like three or four pets on the plane. I was very happy to see.
5: Do these dogs bark a
8: lot? No. They're not like no. babies uh, where you're like No, oh. I was sitting next to a screaming baby <laughs> the entire time. And you know, the mom, it's like, you know, it's not their fault. and, like yeah. she's trying to get the you know, they she's standing in front of her. I was like, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> like you're standing in front of us like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, and they don't like go to the bathroom
5: or anything. You don't have to like lay like a little sheet down for them or no.
8: Have they, a diaper on dogs are I mean, I, they they my dog sleeps the entire literally the entire time. I think he is so, I think that what I've realized with my last dog is a dog just wants to be with its owner. Yeah. It is willing to do anything to be with its owner. And so it's like, it, they know that the drill is, all right, I'm going to sit on your lap, yeah. I'm going to lay low, and I get to be with you. Really? Yeah.
5: Do you get any, like, claustrophobic with that? Because that's why I don't want a dog, is because they follow you around. I get it. They love you. It's unconditional. It's fantastic. But, like, I feel like, get away from me, like, when they follow you around all the time it flips my it flips me out
8: Oh really? Yeah. No I love it. I think it's great. I mean cuz it gets you outside yourself you have to sure. you have to care for Another person. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm too selfish for that. I mean, (laughs) if you have to plan ahead, like
5: with you, I mean, you can take your dog with you, you know, but I'm like, well, then you have to get a dog sitter and you have to like, they have to eat, you know, which is, and you have to clean up after them. It just seems like a lot of responsibility.
8: It is responsibility, (laughs) but at some point, Sarah, you will have to, you will have to accept some responsibility. (laughs) At some (laughs) point. Start with a dog.
5: Or a plant. uh, You could start with a little plant. I kill them. I kill all my plants. Plants, like I don't have a green thumb either. The ficus can't. Do, are you a plant person?
8: Yeah, I like plants, but I'm not, it's, it's, how, how is. it's hard to be hard to be good with plants in L.A. It's a desert, you know. Yeah, that's true. Emotionally as well as. Wow, yeah. that's the music. That's the show.
2: I just wanted to say that yeah. Shoemaker, yeah. even though he defriended you,
8: I know it's so sad. It's just brutal.
2: He does want to invite you. He's doing a show in Burbank on February 1st and 2nd. Okay. And you are more than welcome to come and laugh your brains out.
8: Sounds fun. Because
2: that's what he does. He's actually on a plane right now. He's going to Lexington. (laughs) If you haven't already gotten that, he's actually going to Lexington.
5: Yeah. Uh, To do some shows I don't even know where that is He doesn't either
8: (laughs) I've been there I've worked there Kentucky Oh really? Yeah They like to drink bourbon Oh really You hear that shoe?
2: You hear that shoe? (laughs) They like bourbon
8: And they like you to drink bourbon Oh Wherever (laughs) you go (laughs) They will give you
6: Sampler platters of bourbon The last time I was there They were like Oh you want (laughs) to try something? (laughs) They brought out like 12 shots
8: That's their thing (laughs) That's not easy to drink either Like horses and
5: drinking Mm-hmm. I like horses. And comedy. I could have a horse and comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Craig Schuminger in Lexington. Uh, you can catch uh, Ileana Douglas's uh, uh, series, Easy to Assemble, easytoassemble.tv. You can catch it there. Oh, no, we're Easy to Assemble on Daily Motion. On Daily Motion. Yeah. And uh, also, you're going to be on Mark Marin's yes. new, new show. New it's, show for IFC. For IFC. So. Telling
8: myself, which was a challenge.
5: Yeah. Did you already shoot it?
8: Yeah, I just shot it. Awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, Bobcat Oldwith was the director. Fantastic job. Mark was great. Judd Hirsch. Awesome. Awesome. Really fun show. But I did have to play myself, and it was a challenge.
5: (laughs) That's awesome. So you can check that out on IFC, right? Yes. Cool, and uh, so Craig, we missed you. Uh, yeah. We look forward to seeing you. you next week. Eliana really misses you. Screw <laughs> yeah. you for unfriending me,
8: <laughs> Bub. We could have, we could have become good friends.
5: We'll
2: be live next week, so make sure you tune in to the Craig Shoemaker Show dot com.
5: That's right, or Toad Network dot com. But go, go comment comment on how we did today at Craig Shoemaker Show dot com.
2: Yeah. See ya.
0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
5: Live Live
0: from the Toad Hop Network studios.
5: In Hollywood, this This is the
1: ToadHopNetwork.com.
0: Enhances the senses, opens your mind.
1: Radio worth watching. Radio
0: worth watching.